0: You gotta train for me Because I'm training for you We gotta love, love A revolution to do You better train for me I'll be training for you It's May 8th, 2023, episode 51. I'm in a bit of a philosophical mood and um, focused quite a bit on, on more practical things of late and so it's probably appropriate to um, take a little bit of license to get a little bit more philosophical and just try to bring some campfire positive more morale-boosting vibes into these uh, seemingly less certain and increasingly darker times geopolitically in terms of culture wars and everything else. uh, AI and all of the trends and technology things are definitely uh, trending towards pandemonium (laughs) and all hell breaking loose. So trying to myself stay sane and hold things together and try to develop strategies to, to fight nihilism. And actually, um, ironic enough, in the in my journey, my intellectual journey and my spiritual journey, more and more, I feel like um, I've done a disservice to my my country of birth, and uh, and I owe. I owe the, uh, I always owe the First Peoples who, who were, genocided for this country to exist. It doesn't go without saying. it It has to be said, and it should always be said that that's my first allegiance. Is to the First Peoples and their legacy and their memory and the survivors of that. Of those never-ending waves of genocide, and then second to that is—it's <laughs> a bittersweet. It's bittersweet for me to say allegiance, but I—I I have to say, um, relatively speaking, I'm trying to develop for my own sense of well-being, a sort of holistic American pan-ethnic nationalism psychology because rightly or wrongly, the enemies of Americans are um, their numbers are increasing, they're not decreasing and uh and I don't <laughs> I don't think it's cute or funny or strategic or snarky. I don't think it's intelligent. I don't think it's sane or rational and I haven't for a while now to to sort of um side with with uh anti-americanism even if i even if i have totally agreed with foreign policy critiques and us military hegemony and financial fuckery of all kinds i mean yeah i, I get all that i've worn that on my sleeve being a rebel but in context at this moment in history now that i have done more homework and invested more of my personal time into doing following and listening to a lot of the uh the high-ranking officials and analysts within the intelligence community so that i have a clue about how much the how hard they work for me to be able to live in blissful ignorance, for all of us to live in, in blissful ignorance. You know, I I I continue on a daily basis to have more and more respect and 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 um deference to the intelligence community and the um the warrior elite who who are their their first um who 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 work work very closely in, in uh maintaining the the balance not just of u s hegemony and all of the ways that I privilege and benefit from that as an American citizen that are seen and unseen and classified and unclassified more more to the point that um what keeps us out of multiple theaters of global war at all times is the is the tight uh relationship between between elite warriors and and um field field officers and analysts and intelligence community and (laughs) yeah i'm not gonna be so such a conspiracy theorist, snarky lefty or righty, or whatever who's gonna call that the deep state? How I call that the the intelligent guard dog that keeps you alive and you don't even know it and you don't even care about it, maybe you'll play video games about it or read novels about it or watch movies about it, but but you won't really. The average person I don't think they really it, i think I think that i i mean I'll just speak for myself I was very radical, but the more time I spent developing a holistic bittersweet patriotism a holistic national pan ethnic nationalism American nationalism for myself um that's rooted in and taking the um the work of the intelligence community seriously and appreciating the elite warriors that uh that keep us out of war more than more than anything by doing what they got to do to put out fires around the world, you know. And, whatever corruption there is um in all of those areas the reality is that uh it, yeah it's easy to be it's easy to be uh in the peanut gallery you know or backseat driver what do they call it the uh, Something, something quarterback, but I'm I'm so aloof. I don't even know what that what that phraseology is. But yeah, yeah, going going from being a deep state conspiracy theorist critic, I was I wasn't much of that, but a lot of people. That's just like goes without saying. You have this very toxic hubris and snark against. Against whatever you want to call it, deep state or whatever, I mean, but <laughs> yeah, whatever, <laughs> yeah you know, whatever what if if you pray to God and thank thank God for your meal, you should be thanking the intelligence community and and the warrior elite for um, providing national security for you at a at a reasonable cost and um you know in the spirit of saying that and being in a position where geopolitics have made me look into look into all this stuff a lot more i just want to speak to this um this sense that i have that uh Yeah, it's easy to say we should just all be singing Kumbaya and that uh, across the aisle, the left and right, red and blue states and all this, we should be seeing the bigger enemy and we should be having solidarity. All those things are pretty trite. I don't know, me, my, my... uh humble voice my humble sentiments more it's more just like a vibrational spiritual thing for me to reconcile this internally for me to reconcile those extreme tendencies internally and to actually form and to hold space in my heart for america in a way that uh that i i had not previously because i was um entitled as an extreme leftist to just be <laughs> like sometimes within my constitutional rights and sometimes exceeding them but not really taking a step back and looking at the container of of all that free speech and going you know what before I, I I'm going to bow in and out of this free speech and free expression that I have and I'm going to bow in and out to those who I, I mentioned before, which is not about an administration, and it's not about being a bootlicker, you know. It's about the intelligence community, and and the and the warrior elite who are the smart and hard men and women, personnel, enlisted, and officers, and otherwise. Who are that uh yeah, the tip of the spear and the fucking brain of the spear. You know what I mean? Like I appreciate them, even though I may not always like the way that uh the what they're pointed at or what they're or what they're used to attack. But what they're defending is me and and my rights and my freedoms and um if I wanna express popular, unpopular, anything, those are the those are the people who are who are whether they might overreach at times into my privacy or not is another conversation. But they do enough day in and day out for me to no longer be feel cringy about words like patriotism <laughs> from the very radical background that I come from, where it was just a given that you you just shat on anything patriotic. And um, now I, I see how, how that doesn't get you very far in life. And um, there's a way to honor the ancestors of the indigenous people who were conquered and colonized without shitting on what now exists, because there's the way, there's the world that you wish existed, and there's the way, and then there's the world that actually exists. And the world that actually exists, of all the countries on it, this isn't the worst one to be in, you know, for a lot of reasons, for, (laughs) for a number of reasons that, that I don't even need to enumerate right now, because they're so, so pretty, pretty blatantly obvious. Um yeah, I can't, and I can't say from I could never say what it would feel like to be a persecuted uh, refugee, political seeking political asylum or el- or otherwise from another country or or just be from a country that feels like um where I felt like yeah, maybe I don't have the same constitutional rights and maybe I don't have the right to bear arms, but mm-hmm so many different policies and laws are so much better i don't know what they're thinking and how they can stand it i i just don't know what it's like to be in their shoes so <laughs> and i'm not about to expatriate um i don't have the means to do that safely or or or, or i don't even think successfully so so i'm going to do i'm not going to sit here and bite the hand that feeds me and rock the boat that i'm in in a way that's like flippant and disrespectful and just juvenile the way that i did in my juvenile years i'm at a point now where i want to think about peacemaking in the homeland and i want to think about homeland security in a a holistic way in a permaculture way amongst other things but i think about what it would what it would mean if um if people thought twice about saying anything negative about their fellow American citizen, whether they're a politician or of a different political party or a different religion if like i just uh I just want to sit here and meditate and pray and have a vision of what it would be like if people were um were were aware of the consequences and, and 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 thought about the karmic and the physical the measurable and the immeasurable and the karmic consequences but the sense of being like the difference between letting letting loose on I say anybody who's technically a foreign adversary like the difference between having no restraint if you're going to talk about your true feelings about foreign adversaries then that that's that's a totally different of course it has there's a threat model to that as well, but it's kind of fair in the in in the um in the sport of geopolitics if you will to sort of sound off and say whatever you want and uh throw verbal jabs at 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 our at our geopolitical enemies whatever rogue nations whatever but that but what's so shocking to me now that i'm trying to develop this new psychology in myself of being like no it matters to to say to yourself we're an organism as a nation and we need to not attack each other and we need to have a sort of sacred immunological having each other's back bare minimum of like we'll, we'll talk about that offline or we'll talk about that in person or we will do we, we we will not tear each other down and weaken each other with the whole world watching that's one factor is like Wow, our enemies definitely see how weak we are because how, how little solidarity we, we have in public, how little regard we have for each other. And we don't say things like, first and foremost, we're American citizens, and that means that I would die for your rights and hope you would die for my rights and defend them. And if we were at a bar, I would buy you a drink and we would settle our differences in a civil manner, but since we don't have that opportunity, here's what I, I'm gonna I'm gonna troll you. I'm gonna tell you this or that. Like, <laughs> just like I say, bowing in and out, treating people with respect, knowing that uh, yeah, when when shit hits the fan, when we're forced to operate at our best, sadly in an emergency, natural disaster situations, usually the. That's when people um set aside differences, and it's too bad we can't do that more often as a daily practice as a spiritual practice, but yeah, from i I just want to pr- i just want to be in this vibration of feeling that like. no matter what no matter how polar opposite the politics are the religion is that the fact that the fact that there are people who would like to see harm done to us no matter what the nuances of our politics and religion simply be simply just the fact that we are Americans that should at some deep level put us back to back of having each other's backs and that means having a higher base level of regard and certainly having a security posture in the face of being exposed to the world, like, even if it's, even if it's totally self-interested, even if it's like, no, you realize, like, I don't know, I don't wanna, I don't wanna show any respect to my enemies within my own country that I don't agree with who are also citizens. I don't wanna show, I don't wanna give them any respect. But what if, what if by not, even putting on a persona, a, a, a sort of veneer of respect, in, in, on the in the polity of the internet, on the public sphere of the internet, you're actually hurting yourself and weakening yourself. That that strategically, out of pure self-interest. It makes better sense not to attack your fellow American citizen in in cyberspace for the whole world to see because you're signaling American weakness and vulnerability to the whole world. And you are weakening the immune system. You are giving American national security a fever, a cold, a flu, by being toxic online and insulting people, where you could just follow that old golden rule or that old, one of those golden rules, uh, if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Well, I, I think that's a little bit repressive, a little bit, leaves a little bit to be desired, but to be constructive, and like what yeah if there's no other way like if you have got to i'm not trying to make this advice i'm just like speaking to the zeitgeist right now at large it's like yeah the most mature thing to do will be to have a private conversation with somebody not to call them out not to cancel them not to try to get points from social media platforms and to ratio them and all that crazy BS I can't even keep track of. I'm over it. I resigned from social media long ago. But, uh, yeah, the mature thing to do, the constructive mature thing, obviously, would be to say, hey, you know, I think I think what you're saying or doing is harmful and I would like to have an opportunity to share with you some contrarian thoughts if you would care to, you know, entertain them. That would be a civil way to engage, not to like dog pile on to a cancellation campaign or just a trolling campaign or just feed into that frenzy of um I mean I remember this was even back before things got crazy with apps and smartphones and the internet. just like people after 9/11, on the left, some people said, "I will not participate in this hate mongering for the what's happening on the uh, on, on, in in the administration, what's happening with the right, because I don't want to, because I'm smarter than that, and it's like feeding into the dark side of the force. I'm not going to make those protest signs that are hateful and insulting." If I'm going to use the force intelligently and I'm going to imagine them coming around to our way of thinking peacefully, without insulting them, without degrading them. And I, I believe, yeah, I know that's a higher path, that's a higher spiritual vibration to have. So it's tempting to be seduced by all of the rewards that you would get from the dopamine hits to the street cred, the the social media cred or whatever, to dogpile and jump in and all that, to participate in that sort of um, orgy of violent communication against your own, often your own fellow citizens, whether they're public officials or not, I think it's very, very bad form, and I think it's going to so weaken our organismic uh, immune system that that creates the national security that we need in times where the enemies of of, of America are only gaining momentum to exploit our weaknesses. So. Yeah, whether it's because of uh, the spiritual kumbaya sense that I'm, you know, kind of speaking from, or it's a totally self-interested, rational sense, they both, at the end of the day, lead to the same place, which is. We need to, to really button up our um, conduct When it comes to having each other's backs in this world, you know, there's something to be said for uh, for the the the, the creative um, energy that comes from the friction of the poles. You know, I mean, it's like. Yeah, it's important for there to be debates, it's important for there to be this sort of um dance and this friction and this of of the of all those nuances of politics and religion and ethnicity and whatnot. There's plenty of ways to engage in in, in those arts without being nasty, without being dehumanizing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, if anything, if I've learned anything in the last few years, it is that, uh, we need each other as Americans to have each other's backs. We need each other now more than ever. And even if you were just done or thought you were done with your mask wars and your woke wars and, and your, uh, election cycle wars and everything it's like we got another thing coming which is the the yeah this uh foreign adversarial threat momentum this collusion and if you were not paying attention to the, like, like if you're not paying attention to the analysis of the of the documents that were just leaked, you know. If you're paying attention to even stuff like that, let alone putting putting an, an a quite you know uh, for me it's a it's a number of hours a week that I dedicate to my due diligence to be aware of what matters in the intelligence community right now and um i create my own daily briefing if you will from my own filtration of, of 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 sources and um it's nothing fancy it's nothing nothing top secret or no moles or anything like that just there's plenty of open source intelligence To be done and there's plenty of great resources out there from think tank feeds uh publishing things every day just i filter in enough to where i realize that we're chumps if we think that our enemies are our neighbors at at the polls you know we really have got another thing coming when it comes to how how weak and disorganized Empathetic, we are in the eyes of our far more disciplined and determined adversaries in the world who are only digging deeper and deeper and deeper positions into our diseased crevices of weaknesses and fissures culturally. There it's just it's just, it's terrifying. It's its terrifying. And the good news is the way to fight back is with that sense of of holistic nas- nationalism, that sense of loving thy neighbor. And um, that strengthens us and weakens our adversaries And it can only lead to good things. And now more than ever, I'll say it again, we've got to have each other's backs as Americans. and i'm going to i'm going to kind of leave it there because i could get so deep into so many so many gory details about what i know now know that what i what i now know that i never knew before having done my due diligence with the intelligence community's open source open source intelligence resources that i have availed myself of If anybody asked me and they wanted to have a a conversation about it, yeah, I could could go into grotesque detail about what motivates me to say these very broad and simple terms now, without a lot of scare tactics, without a lot of hyperbole, without a lot of appeals to emotion, it's just very plain and simple. there's more than you want to know more reasons than you than you want to even know about why i'm saying what i'm saying but if i'm coming to the conclusion that we need to bury the hatchet and let some water flow under the bridge and get very serious about having each other's backs and develop some form of a of a very constructive and holistic way to 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 only talk good and present americanness and americanism or whatever like have some pride stand tall and really beyond that have solidarity and lead and move through through life with that and and really exude that even without saying it with eye contact, with just demeanor, solidarity, and strength shared between us as um, cells in an organism that need to be on high alert and need to be bolstering our immunity. And i'm not that doesn't mean I'm not saying anything in a toxic nationalistic anti i'm not against our allies I'm not against foreign peoples or nations. I'm talking about a robust healthy social psychology of holistic nationalism that fosters solidarity and 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 healthy relations between and amongst us first and foremost to be extended to our allies, strategic partners with an intelligent and wise security posture, knowing knowing that uh, every time we, every nanosecond Every kilocalorie of psychic energy and every, every nanosecond of time that we use attacking ourselves in a in a, in a, not in an unhealthy and unconstructive manner that is not reconciliatory is not restorative in our ways of seeking justice between and amongst each other. Which there's lots of that work to be done it could be done constructive and restorative and respectful but our enemies abroad and their agents within they are feasting on the dysfunction that is our autoimmune disorder and i can't believe the social media monopolizer companies are allowed to allow these festering wounds to get deeper and worse and they're actually colluding with those foreign enemies it's just, it's insane to me but again like I said, I don't want to turn this into a nightmare (laughs) I don't want to make you lose sleep to learn what I've learned studying what I've studied I'd be happy to talk about it if I was asked to, but for now, it's enough to say, man, please, please God. we got to put aside our differences and uh, and hold each other to a high standard of integrity to solidarity amongst each other now more than ever, cheers.